Welcome to Revive Nations, touching nations one life at a time. His word is a fire shut up in our bones. Be revived, renewed and restored. Access more resources and partner with us on our website revivenations.org. Number six, go to number six. Look, this is what the devil says. Oh, that's not true. You will not surely die. For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? And it says that you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Hey, who does not want to be like God? Who does not want to know good and evil? Who does not want their eyes to be open? We all want our eyes to be open. This is what the enemy does. That's my point number six. The enemy manipulates the truth. He's not bringing you an entire new lie. But what he does, he manipulates the truth to get your attention. He abuses the truth. He abuses every sin. This is what I've written. Every sin finds a lie to justify itself. Can I say that again? Every sin finds a lie to justify itself. So that's what the enemy does. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. You're very lonely. It's okay. Your, your husband doesn't love you. It's okay. She, she doesn't understand you. It's okay. No, it's not okay. I woke up some people there. It's not okay. The enemy always gets to your heart by lying to your heart. Lying to your heart. And because we are weak and broken and needy and fragile, we start listening to the lie of the enemy. I pray that the Lord will wake us up this morning and say, no devil, I'm not. Li- Maybe I am in need. Maybe I am hurt. Maybe I am broken. But you are not my answer. My answer is Jesus. It's only three people that said amen. Everybody else, I pray for you. Is anybody listening to what I'm saying? They said, oh, you will become like God. But the enemy has no clue what he is talking about. Because to be like Jesus means something. Do you know what it is to me to be like Jesus? To be like Jesus is to lay his life down. So what the devil is doing is he's tricking them. He's saying, oh, you'll become like God. The God definition he has is different. He's saying, you need to take, you want something. I need, I, me. It's about me. It's about my happiness. It's about my joy. This sin is about making me happy. This sin is about my life, my blessing, my advantage, me, selfish nature, me, 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 me. That's what sin does, me. But to be like Jesus is to lay his life down. To be like Jesus is like, yet not my will, but yours be done. To be like Jesus is saying, I'm giving up the whole heaven and going down to earth for humanity. To be like Jesus say, it's not about me. It's not about my happiness. It is not about me. It is about Jesus. 
It is about the generation I'm called to. It is not about you or me. That's what I love about Joseph. When Joseph was tempted, he didn't, tempted by Potiphar's wife, he didn't tell her, Lady, you know what? I don't think that I can, I can um, uh, go out with you because you're not so pretty. You don't fit my, my expectations. No, that's not what he said. He said, how can I do this to the master? He feared God. It's not about you. It's not about me. It is not the fact that I need you. It's not the fact that I desire you. It's not the fact that I'm, tem- I'm not tempted by you. It's the fact that there is something greater that I'm tempted by. It's something greater that I am pursuing after. His name is Jesus. I tweeted this this morning. I said, there's a million excuses to sin. But there's just one reason enough to stop all of those million excuses. And that is the cross of Calvary. If there is a million reason why you need to do what you need to do, I'll tell you there's one reason enough to stop all those million excuses and that million justification. That is the fact that somebody loved you so much that he died on the cross. He shed his blood for you. He said, I love you so much, my child, that you are not a slave to sin anymore. Mercy triumphs over judgment. He says, I love you. You shall not be condemned. You shall not go to hell. I love you too much that I will not allow you to carry the sin. I will carry the sin on the cross. So through me, you will be redeemed. Through me, you shall see the light. Through me, you shall have eternal life in heaven. Listen, it's not about our happiness. We are in a a culture, in a society where it's all about, hey, what makes you happy? Go after. Do whatever your heart makes you happy. If you feel like it, just do it. That's the lie of the enemy in our culture. I don't do what I feel like doing. I do what the Word of God tells me to do. Is anybody listening? I don't do what I want. I do what Jesus wants. It's not about my happiness. It is about what Jesus wants. So God help us this morning. Number seven. Look at that. Verse six. Now this is crazy. All the sisters in the house, you got to help me here, okay? (laughs) So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, Sister Lecha, what did you make for food last evening? She said nothing. Oh Lord, Pastor Franco, God help you. Were you fasting and praying? You prepared lunch. Okay, that makes sense. What did you prepare for lunch? Chicken wings and potato. Thank you. I'd love to come home. <laughs> Did you know I was coming home? The Lord told me I should. No, I'm joking. <laughs> That's a joke. Don't use the Lord. Yeah, I'm welcome. Thank you. How did you, did you taste the food? Yeah. You sure? Is it tasting good? Do you know it's good? Is the food good? It's good. Are you sure? Yeah, I tasted it. You tasted it. Uh-huh. 
That's what she said. She said, are you I asked her, are you sure the food is good? She said, yes, I tasted it. Now let's read that verse again. Verse 6. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food. <clears throat> Sorry, Sister Little, let's go back to your story. Did you say the food was good? But you also said you tasted it. So not just by sight. Hmm. But what does this verse say? She saw the food was good. <laughs> Maybe he was not into cooking. <laughs> but there's a way of finding if the food is good. It's by taste. Because sight is a lot deceptive. Confused senses. Confused senses. The enemy tricks you to sin by confusing your senses. Confusing your senses. So some things that need to be lived, the enemy tricks you to just live by feelings. Then feelings finish. Feelings fade away. He confuses the sense. Things that you need to taste he will trick you to believe it and accept it just by sight. And things that you need to taste, he will say, no, walk away just by sight. Are you following what I'm saying? Let me break it down. There are, there are some things that you need to experience as a journey. As a journey. There are things of God that you need to go into a church. You don't get it by church hopping. You don't go, you, you don't go to a church and hear the, hear, the, hear the music and hear the pastor preach one time and say, okay, that's it. This is a church that I hate or love. No, it's a journey. Spirituality is not a, a fast food service. It is a journey. You got to come by the side. You got to learn. You got to ask questions. You got to reason. You got to stay humble. You got to submit to leadership. You got to be accountable. And in the process, you get it. It's not a fast food service. But the enemy will trick you otherwise. Oh, I don't like what I see, so I walk out. So that way, your roots will never go deep. And the same thing. Some people, the enemy, every time he wants to trick you, he will trick your senses, confuse senses. He will confuse your signals. So for, there are some things that are not a feeling. For example, marriage. Yes, you fall in love. Yes, there is emotions. Yes, there is feelings. But after six months, the euphoria that is released in the, the chemicals in your brain cease to start producing six months after you get married. And then there's no emotions and feelings. You don't wake up saying, Ah, oh, baby. Okay, come on, brothers, help me here. Then you choose to stay faithful. You choose to love. You choose to not look anywhere else. Come on, talk to me somebody. I feel all alone here this morning. Is anybody understanding what I'm saying? He confused. So people that, that fall into sin, they fall into trouble. I feel something. Oh yeah, my wife doesn't like me. But when I see this girl in my, in my office, oh, I get tingles, I get goosebumps. Oh brother, wait till you get me. You'll be running the opposite direction because you confuse your signals. Hence the trick of the enemy. Walk away from how you feel and follow the word of God. Amen. Is anybody understanding or saying? How you feel doesn't matter because grass is, is always 
greener where it's watered. It's not on the other side that it's green. It is greener where it is watered. Where you water it, there it will be green. If you water it in your family, it will be green. If you water it in your workplace, it will be green there. Is anybody <laughs> understanding? I'm preaching better than you're preaching this morning. I'm going to preach anyway. Is anybody listening to what I'm saying? So, so if you're tempted with something, you're probably being, you're watering that more than anywhere else. And where you water, that place will be more greener. God, give me the grace not to live by sight. Brothers, you should be saying amen now. Because some people are visually stimulated more than the others. Women are emotionally stimulated than the others. So brothers, ask the Lord, do not allow me to go by sight. And sisters, don't be emotionally carried away. There's going to be some guy that's going to come and tell you cute things. It's okay, buddy. I don't need your approval to feel good. I'm good because he says I'm good. Let's find our identity in Christ. Let's find our identity in the fact that we are loved by Jesus. Is anybody understanding what I'm saying? I go deeper into that another time. Now we are in number eight. You guys are good. You guys are following through. If you give sin time, you give it yourself. That's very important. If you give sin time, you give it yourself. One of the things that the enemy will use the most is, is time. 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 Don't give sin time. Don't give sin time. The enemy is looking for The longer you engage with it, the greater your chances to fall in it. The longer you engage with sin, the greater your chances. So if, if the enemy can get your heart long enough, it's only a matter of time before you fall into it. Are you following what I'm saying? So you need to walk away from it before you start watering it. The longer you, you engage with sin, the greater the chances for you to fall in it. Are you listening to me, church? So you have to ask the Lord, give me the grace that I might sow my time in the things of God more than the things of the world. Are you following what I'm saying? The more time you spend time with the things of the world, with the corrupt things of the world, engaging things, feeding your eyes with, with places in, in, in wrong places, in pubs, in bars, in, in, in dance clubs, in places where there is no God, the more you feed it, the more you are with friends that are constantly speaking into you the negativity, the more you are with people that are constantly throwing bad jokes at you, the more you are in that surrounding, in that environment, it's only a matter of time before you will fail. Are you following? That brings me to the next point. Number nine, sin travels faster with association. Sin travels faster with association. Look at this, this nice guy, Adam. We'd like to glorify the fact that Eve was all the problem. Some people didn't get it, they'll get it on the way back home. She took off its fruit and ate and she also gave some to her husband. 
Her husband didn't have to engage with it. Her husband didn't have to reason with it. Her husband didn't have too much to do. He fell to the trap much easier than Eve because Eve did all the debate and arguing and reasoning. But Adam fell into it faster just by association. Are you following what I'm saying? There is that sin that traps the children of God just by association. Hey church, are you with me this morning? Be careful whom you associate with. There are sins inside the church. It's also called gossip. It's faster. It spreads faster by association. Find people that's always negative, 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 negative. Before you know, you'll be negative. Before you know, people can't work with you. People can't talk to you. Because anytime people come to you, you are hurting. You are distasteful. You, all the thing that comes out of your mouth is negativity. Because you're surrounded with negativity. Are you following what I'm saying? Hey, church, are you listening to what I'm saying? You got to be careful of your association because sin travels faster with association. If you're going to be with people that are stingy, you are going to be stingy. And you're going to be wondering, I don't know what happens. I know what happens. You, okay, God help me this morning. The more you are with generous people who learn to give, that spirit of generosity will come into you. And you will be a giver yourself. This morning, whatever is holding you down, be broken in the mighty name of Jesus. If you are surrounded with people that are on fire, on fire, whom you associate with is important. Are you following what I'm saying? The more you associate with fire, you will be on fire. The more you associate with coal logs, you will become like a coal log. So a sin moves faster with associate. Find people that are in love with Jesus. Associate with them. Care for them. Be a friend to them. Don't expect anything from them. You give and you will receive. Number 10. Are you ready for number 10? Sin precedes shame, guilt, and condemnation. Because as soon as Adam and Eve sinned, they saw their shame. They were naked. And they ran to hit. It is the usual process of sin. Every time, that is why every time we sin, the first thing we want to do is stay away from church. Don't feel like going to church. I feel dirty. I, all those saints up there clapping hands. I don't want to go there. But church is not for saints. Church is for sinners like us. Amen. How many of you understanding what I'm saying? Church is not for the perfect people. Church is for people that need the grace, mercy, and the favor of the Lord. Amen. 